I'm super excited about today's episode. I'm going to take a look at three stocks that I purchased this week. Obviously, if I purchased them this week, it means I see tons of value for them as a long-term investor. And for each stock, we're going to do the following. We're going to take a quick look at some charts, um, but I'm mainly a fundamental analysis guy. We're going to take a look at their numbers. We're going to take a look at recent news and the type of growth these companies are seeing. So this is the part where I normally spend about 45 seconds to a minute explaining why you should like the video, check out my socials and Patreon. But for the next few days, I want to use it to try to make a difference. Right now, there are tons of kids asking Santa for happiness. This year has been pretty rough for many people, and usually kids don't understand why. And if you're watching this video, it probably means you are blessed like me to continue to put money to work in the market. And I just want to say there are easy ways to give back to the community. One method my wife found is USPS Santa Operation, where kids write to Santa, and you can read the letter and adopt the child and send them a gift. I'm sure there are other methods out there, but I just want to use this platform for this. Now, I hope you guys don't mind that short off-topic and let's get back to the episode. So the first stock we're going to take a look at is Amazon. Amazon right now is sitting at $3,116. It is up year to date a nice amount, sitting at 66% up for the for the year. But if we take a look at its peak, it is down about 12%. It hit a peak somewhere around September 2nd. I want to say that's probably when the overall market started shifting to different markets during before from when COVID hit to September 2nd, I, I believe a lot of people were buying into these e-commerce, into these clouding companies. And then after that, the market shifted more into EV stocks and other times. So right now you can see the stock has actually been pretty quiet since that market shift. And it's actually down 12%. Right down, right now, Amazon has a market cap of $1.56 trillion. This is a huge company, one of the biggest companies in the world right now. Like I said, I'm more of a fundamental guy, but I do want to take a look at technicals in some form of sense the first thing i want to take a look at is it overextended we can see amazon it is not overextended it is sitting next to its 20 ema and it's 50 ema right now the second thing i want to take a look at is there plenty of volume in the stock price right on in the stock at the current prices and we can see amazon definitely has a lot of volume going in over this three thousand over this three thousand dollar price range which tells me a lot of investors are getting in it's nice it's creating a nice support level for me we like i mentioned right since august we can see actually since july this stock prices hasn't really moved much it's been pretty quiet right now and that's what i like to see when things are quiet that's when people are looking somewhere else when people are looking somewhere else that's when the next big moves come out and then people start rushing into them we saw them with cloud we're seeing them with ev we're seeing them with hep stocks so i i'm i do believe amazon right now was a great purchase for me so let's take a look at growth for amazon so amazon even though it's giant is still expected to grow 15 15 15.1 on average annually for the next three to five years that type of growth for me anything growing over 15 percent is considered a strong growth company other things we're seeing with amazon it is profitable earnings and it does have positive cash flow from operations we know this company right now is spending most of its money on just creating and innovating new process Next, let's take a look at their balance sheet. Their most ba- uh, most recent balance sheet shows that they have about $68.5 billion of quick cash available to them, and they only have $33 billion in debt. So they have way more cash than debt. But in reality, I don't really care much about that anymore since they're positive, positive in earnings, and they also have 
profitable cash flow from operations so they definitely have a very strong balance sheet next let's take a look at some recent news amazon in december 8th they launched an am an aws service um, which is health lake then they've also teamed up with bmw to create another aws another amazon web services to help accelerate the automakers pace in innovation by jointly developing cloud enabled solutions that increase efficiency performance and sustainability across every aspect of the automotive life cycle i think this is actually pretty smart how they're just hitting different markets and this was december 8th these are launches that have recently came out next um we can see global e-commerce retails transactions jumped 30 percent from thanksgiving to cyber monday compared to same time last year the whole month of november saw a 21 percent year-to-year increase so we're seeing still strong growth in the e-commerce market even though probably people are not talking about it anymore aws also launches new pro- new amd backed instances for graphics focused workloads great news for a amazon and amd amazon also launched a new trainium custom ai chip in the latest in-house silicon move i'm not to be honest i'm not sure how amazon is how facebook is the one that's being sued to spread out when amazon is hitting everything we saw the websites we saw the health care we saw the chip we're seeing the chip industry right now we're seeing the automobile industry so uh, to be honest i'm surprised amazon hasn't been hit like facebook right now Mercado Libre selects Amazon AWS as its primary cloud provider. So Amazon earnings per share were $12.37 in this most recent earnings, which ended, which they reported October 29th of 2020. This beat estimations by about $4.98. Revenue was up 37.3% compared to the same time last year. We're seeing huge growth still in the e-commerce market. So you can see why I'm very, very excited about Amazon obviously i want to say probably the biggest risk from amazon right now it is that it is that one of the biggest companies right now so a lot of people believe because it is one of the biggest companies it might be too late to get into i mean people believe they it was too late in 2014 in 2016 in 2012 everybody believed it was too late at those times but look at it compared to those to those years it still provided amazing returns hopefully that's still the case here but that is one of the major risks the second risk i want to say is just what we're seeing right now with facebook um with um, government and congress coming in trying to split everything up with amazon hitting almost every single market i'm not sure how they're how they're gonna go by not hit get hit by stuff like this in the future so that's another risk i want to talk about and the third is they did see a nice pull up because of the overall e-commerce market um and right now i believe instead of a pull down what we're seeing is more consolation prices so we're probably going to be pretty neutral for the next few years for the next few months maybe the second stock we're going to take a look at is zoom ticker cm this is up about 478 percent compared to the same time last year but from its all-time highs it's up 30 percent it's down actually 30 percent from its all-time highs it's lost almost a third of its peak market valuation and again very similar to amazon right compared to september it's been pretty quiet and once it hit its peak it's it hasn't moved much i do believe it's the same reason the market shift people are no longer worrying about these these covid plays to say the least um but i still believe there's still some form of potential growth in companies like this so first thing we're looking at the chart is it overextended no we can see it's it's not overextended it is pretty close to its 50 ema and its 20 ema 
The second thing is it um, is it sitting in areas of plenty of volume? And yes, we can see right now strong volume for Zoom is anything above 375. We can see that's created a nice amount of base there. And we can see it's actually hit it a few times and bounced off from it. So it's giving me a, a good reason that, hey, not overextended and sitting as strong volume areas. Now let's take a look at the growth. Zoom right now is expected to grow annually for the next three to five years, 25.6%. This is a hyper growth stock. Right now it is profitable and it is positive from cash flow from operations. That's another great news in the look of fundamentals. Next, if we take a look at their balance sheet, they have about $1.9 billion in cash. And look at this, they have no debt and they haven't had debt for the past five years. So this is a very strong balance sheet with very strong earnings with definitely very strong cash flow from operations. So in their most recent earnings, revenue was up 367% compared to the same time last year. The number of customers contributing more than $100,000 in trailing 12 months revenue increased 136%. Customers with more than 10 employees increased 485% compared to the same time last year. And their free cash flow total ended up uh, ended up almost 388 million dollars almost half of their total revenue was free cash flow from total operations that is pretty impressive they are continuing to innovate right the way zoom is innovating right now the first one is zoomtopia which is the ability to host conferences or big showcases in zoom where people or customers can pay you to host these these conferences so instead of going to freaking Las Vegas to watch X and X speak, you can now do it online and you pay for that online subscription, which is, I believe, a great move since Zoom has all these servers. One of the things I hate the most is I, I usually do get into some conferences in just self-developing myself. And one thing I hate is they usually use some form of off-brand for these live streamings and they're probably very laggy and very unresponsive. But Zoom is has has been doing the form of video conferencing for years so i believe that they will be able to probably do a better job than those the other thing is they're also hitting the smart smart device markets with google amazon and all those other big players right out right now and right now again my biggest risk for zoom is maybe a lot of people like amazon are overseeing it and they believe it might be overextended still so we might see a nice amount of volatility in this stock the second thing is outset when companies go back into into regular life how much of customer base are they gonna lose so i do believe right now for them the smartest boost is to continue to spend a lot of money on advertising on getting customers so then when those customers start to drop off they still have a strong customer base out there. And the continued innovations into different market, in my opinion, is also a pretty smart move. But again, big risk for Zoom and Amazon due to that overextension compared to from the previous COVID, COVID moves. Next, the third company we're going to take a look at is CRM. This is Salesforce. Many of you guys might know it. They just purchased Slack and the company is actually down because of it right now year to date it is up 33 percent. so it's not up 
that much and compared to its peak in September, very similar to Amazon, very similar soon. You guys can see the trend I'm going with right now. I'm looking for these quiet stocks right now that many people might be overlooking right now because they're chasing the EV stocks, they're chasing the battery stocks, they're chasing the marijuana stocks. And I'm not saying those stocks are going to do bad. We see how COVID stocks did amazing and those stocks may continue to do amazing but I'd rather focus on markets I'm very familiar with. So this stock right now is down 21% from its all-time highs since September 1st. Right now, like I mentioned, it's $222, sitting at a market cap of $203 billion. Now, if we take a look at the charts, same, what are we looking at? One, is it overextended? We can actually see it's now sitting at its 200 EMA. Usually, when a company that I have done plenty of valuation on, uh, plenty of analysis on, and have deemed that it's a good company for me when it's sitting at a 200 EMA. That is a great time for me to buy. Now I'm even debating buying more, even after already purchasing right now. We can see there is strong volume based right now at, at this point where it's sitting at right now, and we saw that it's not overextended from its moving averages. Salesforce CRM is expected to grow 16.2% on average for the next three to five years. That is another high growth stock in my eyes. It is positive from earnings right now, and it is positive in cash flow from operations. If we take a look at their balance sheet, their balance sheet is actually also really, really strong. They have about $9.5 billion in cash, and they only have about $2.7 billion in debt but they are positive in cash flow from operations. So even if they didn't have a strong balance sheet, it would still be okay with me. Some recent news, Salesforce, they just reported earnings December 1st and revenue was up 20% compared to the same time last year. Still strong growth, positive in gap earnings and in non-gap earnings. They did give great guidance for the remaining year of 2021, a little bit above guidance, actually about $1 billion above guidance. Salesforce, like we also saw, is acquiring Slack in a cash and stock deal. So Salesforce expects the deal, which will be funded with a combination of new debt and cash on hand to close during the quarter two of fiscal year of 2022. So about six months from now. Um, So there's still plenty of time for that to happen. Again, one of the major risks for things like this is that hey um what if the deal does not happen there's always something someone might back out it might not be so good for shareholders at the moment and for those that are not familiar with salesforce salesforce is pretty much a crm company a customer relationship management they help customers get all this information from their customers in form of marketing sales services every type of analytics and they also have different products and right now with the ability of slack um, they are going to continue to grow this market and you can see all the different products that they hit first best place to go is salesforce.com and just pretty much just take a quick look at what they do but i pretty much done videos on all these companies before so make sure to check that out as well So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.